This week's podcast is brought to you by the Die Without Hope U.S. Tour, featuring Carnifex, I Declare War, Here Comes the Kraken, and Assassins. Kicking off February 21st and running for five weeks throughout the U.S., you can check Facebook.com slash Carnifex Metal for all the dates. Also get Carnifex's new album, Die Without Hope. It's out March 4th, 2014, from Nuclear Blast Records. Hello, sweetheart. I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Did you have a nice Valentine's Day? Oh, who am I kidding? You did what you do every year. Tearfully masturbate to tentacle porn while waiting for that girl from biology class to text you back. Good luck with that. Here's the show. Did that girl text you back? Probably not. Sid's got a ring pop in his, in his mouth. <laughs> he looks like Darren, a baby. Uh, Darren brought many really ring pops for I us. can't take credit. I, I only delivered them. Well, tough. You're taking all the credit. <laughs> okay, Welcome to the Metal Injection live cast. We're going to have Scott Ian of Anthrax, wow. S.O.D., and his spoken word tour, the Speaking Words Tour. You can ask him about the great Yankee Stadium. Yeah. yeah. I was mentioning that to Noah before the show started, hoping that you would bust that out. He's going to, uh, we're going to be calling him in about, let's see, in about 20 minutes or so. That's yeah. our that's our uh, thing. It's going to be good times. <sighs> Noah, she's, Noah, are you checked out now that you're going on vacation tomorrow? Yeah, I'm so Checked ready. out. What'd you go to the STD clinic? Or? <laughs> No. What does that mean? Checked out. Checked out like mentally. Mentally. Oh, oh like you're not here. Checked yeah. out. Okay. I'm like here a hotel. physically, but I'm not here mentally. Not like her test checked out. <laughs> That's what it sounded I haven't, like. I, I haven't taken an STD test really? recently. Really? What was the last one before the cruise? Um, before they let maybe you on? after the cruise. Oh, <laughs> what? Who knows what will happen? Is Jake oh here? <laughs> Jake will be on the cruise. Yeah, oh, Jake right. is. So will a lot of other music. So are you saying Jake has STDs? No, or? I'm just making a joke. I, just I'm I think I think what she's I'm saying, saying is yes. Noah wants to be in some sort of prog metal bukkake <laughs> situation. You never know. <laughs> happens when you sit on a rusty anchor. <laughs> By the way, I know you're saying yes. I just wanted to more yes it to uh, see what, okay. what we could get you into doing. On that. Uh, what other sort of sexual positions? On a, on, a, on a prog cruise can happen. <laughs> Wait, this Other is a cruise a, to Prague? No, no, it's a <laughs> prog progressive metal, metal cruise. Oh. Yeah, it's don't Prague get, Nation. Don't get shoved off the stage if you're going to Prague. I just want to say that. <laughs> Six <laughs> okay if you land in water. That's true. You swim away. Everybody's happy. Noah, can you swim? Yes, I can swim, okay. but I'm, I'm afraid of like deep sea swimming. What if there's uh, like sharks and stuff? All right. I don't want to get eaten. Sharks are kosher, though, so you'll be all right. <laughs> no, they're not. Six, four, you're right, they're not. Six, are four, not six, really? nine, two, nine, one, three, five, seven. There's gelatin in sharks. And I don't think that's... Why- I don't think that uh, it it matters if what's eating you is kosher. Oh. I think it's only if you're eating. She's not eating the shark, so I don't think the shark's kosherness is at issue right now. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah. If you're gonna <laughs> die, no, I don't not. think you really care that it's. Are there bands you're looking forward to, or are you just looking forward to being on a cruise um, and not in winter yes. weather? <laughs> I am really looking forward to finally seeing uh, Tony McAlpine play. Mm-hmm. In person, 
And he's, one, he's a musician? That's not a band. He's, he's, a, guitar. he's a guitar player from, who was from on Shrapnel, Shrapnel. Records. Yeah, okay, so they, right, Darren. <laughs> he, he was in one of those Shrapnel backgrounds on his album cover. Right. They so, had all their all their uh, guitarists pose in front of this purple curtain. <laughs> and he was one of them, <laughs> along with Jason Becker, Marty Friedman. Joey Tafola. They went to King's Plaza to the photo studio. <laughs> yeah, it looks just <laughs> like <laughs> Look up all, for the all, camera. Look up all the Shrapnel records. So, Joe Satriani was on Shrapnel Records also. Vinnie Moore yes right? um, that yes. guy the guy that played the electric violin what was his name Mark Wood he was on Shrapnel remember <laughs> him and he had a big giant mullet was that the guy that was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds they had the electric what? violin in the, the climactic oh, scene oh no no that's that uh, the same guy you mean when Poindexter plays yeah. it, it was just like that though. yeah and Tony McAlpine was the one that threw the wobbly javelin, right? Uh-huh. I think so. <laughs> Let's just say yes. Let's just go with it. Well, anyway, so, um, like, I think it was, like, like half my life ago when I was 15. Mm-hmm. That's when I started getting into all those guys who were, who were on uh, Shrapnel Records. And, um, you know, for some reason, Tony McAlpine never really tours the States. So I've just been dying to see him play live. So I'm really excited for him. Um, also, there's this like psychedelic prog band from Sweden called the Flower Kings. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them. Well, they sound like psychedelic prog. Okay, that, <laughs> that doesn't really narrow it down. But cynic? Is that uh, what cynic is? I don't think they're on. No, the because there's no vocoder. The guy actually sings. Oh, <laughs> taking shots! Snap. Wait, no, you're taking the shots? No, no, it's it's not like Cynic. <laughs> no, fire a shot across the stomach. No, oh my God, all the humanity. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, who else? Jolly, <clears throat> who are from Long Island. Jolly. You have to go all the way to Miami to see a band from Long Island? Just no, go to Long Island. I saw them at Arlene's Grocery <laughs> before. Um, Animals as Leaders, Periphery. Periphery's pretty low on the list, I gotta say. She kind of has to go. I've seen them like 30 times already. It looks bad if she doesn't stand there and watch (laughs) Periphery, you know? It's like, oh, all right, fuck it. Um, uh, The Safety Fire. Mm -hmm. And um, who else? Uh, You know, there's, there's a couple of bands there that I haven't really heard of before, so I'm excited to see what they're like live now do you and jake have your own uh, uh cabin or are you like sharing with misha <laughs> oh my and god Mark? i haven't seen him for like almost two months do you really think i want to share a room with those guys well i don't know if it's up to you because i'm yeah. saying no, no, we have a room we have our you own have room. your own room okay so and you, I, and you I, won't I, ever have to go like misha can you leave the room i need to have sex with my boyfriend <laughs> no <laughs> um and I think that like the floor that we're on, it's not full, so we're gonna have a lot of. So you're gonna to go into other cabins. You have to sleep on the floor. <laughs> uh, you have to sleep on the floor. You don't get a bed. No, we have a bed. You just said you're on a floor. No, the no, floor the, of her the cabin. Level. Come on, the you level. know what, what the she level. meant. By the way, I think it's more like Misha. Can you turn around and face the porthole? Me and yeah. my boyfriend want to have sex. <laughs> or put your finger in the porthole. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're you want us to believe that a prog metal cruise is not sold out? 
that there's room available. Hard to believe. No way. I'm I'm curious about what the ship is like. I noted. I just went to the Prague Nation website, and it's on Norwegian, Norwegian. cruises. Yeah, it's really so it's nice. a different ship than uh, the one that we went on for. Which one did we go on? Do you remember? Royal Caribbean. We right. went on the the smallest slash shittiest mm-hmm. of, the, that, of the ships. Wait, I think Royal Caribbean was that the one that people started shitting and vomiting all the time. No, all of them. No, well, that is all of them, but specifically that was the Carnival Cruise. Oh, was it co- combined with the Irritable Bowel Syndrome group uh, <laughs> cruise that they did at this on the same boat or what? Uh, oh, the IBS cruise? Yes, the IBS <laughs> cruise. So it's the 70,000 tons of shit cruise. Oh, crap. 70,000 tons of IBS cruise. <laughs> <laughs> The only things that they serve are uh, Mexican, uh, Mediterranean. Uh, and, of course, the shrimp cocktail. Because <laughs> they have to. When I went, there was barely any shrimp cocktail. I believe ate it all. I ranted on it. There, it was an option maybe two of the nights on the dinner. And it was pretty uh, low-level. Cocktail uh, sauce? Oh, these look like big ships. Oh, I thought yeah, you were going to say something else. Yeah, I thought you said something. You were looking at something else. What? I mean, it's nice because... Oh, I shits? Think, big shits? I think unlike our cruise... We have um, two stops in the Bahamas where we can get off the boat and oh, wow. stuff and go to the beach. That's great. And where it's one day shorter, too. It's only like a four-day or three-day It's day from cruise? Tuesday to Saturday, and Saturday it doesn't really count as a full day. Right. Just dock. But yeah, and um, bands aren't really playing from like 11 in the morning until right. four in the morning. It starts, like I think, around six o'clock, so we really have all day. Oh, wow. Just fuck around. Hmm. Hang out with fat Europeans. Are you going to be uh, uh, shooting video file like a little behind the scenes for the livecast fans of your uh, oh, trip on the cruise? I don't want to do any work. No, I, I will if I can find a charger for my camera. If there's if there's a shrimp cocktail, do you have you to at least take photos yeah, of, of course. the course. If there's a midnight buffet and there's some crazy shrimp cocktail display in, in would, the shape of a guitar. Not only not only will I take pictures of the shrimp, but I'll pay for internet so that I can just show, like I can show you pictures right away. Thank you. That is a true friend. Yeah. <sighs> but I wonder if anyone who's listening to the live cast is also going. Probably. If you are, give us a call 646-929-1357. Scott Ian in about 15 minutes. You're listening to the Metal Injection live cast. Wow, Rob, you're still really good at radio. <laughs> it doesn't go away. I mean, I still have two years' experience, Rest even though I was fired. If you're if you're a Scottian fan and listening to us for the first time, Rob was just shit canned from uh, <laughs> Sirius XM Radio. It's so painful. No, he was laid off. He was he did nothing wrong, but they had budget cuts and he was he was yeah. laid off. Let go. Thank you. He and just wasn't indispensable because he doesn't also cook Mexican food for the staff. Like that's not why Jose is indispensable. I gotta say though, you, I, I, you know, I have serious and I listened to you a couple of times, and I think I really feel like not. I'm being totally sincere. I think you're very good because I listen to the other people, and they're all, hey, this is a DJ. I'm a DJ voice, and here comes a metal on the liquid metal. Hello there, Hi. Yeah, it's very. Wow. And then you just talk in your normal voice, and I thought you did a good job. Oh, thank yeah. you. He's saying he liked you because you're so unprofessional, Rob. Yes. No, but I, that's good. I think being professional <laughs> in radio no, that, is you, bad. No, you're, being yeah, natural. They don't want the cliches. Mm-hmm. That was like the Rob movie. wouldn't have lasted that long. So do those other radio voice people get laid off too? No. 
<laughs> can we talk about that email you showed me now? Like it was a, a thing, the thing that things you can't say and stuff. Oh yeah, like a while ago there was this huge email of like cliches that that uh, you have to avoid, and it was basically every phrase yes. you could ever say. Yeah, it was like nine hundred things long. Yeah, here, maybe I could. Hey, it was like a, we're ba- we're back. Don't say we're back because we're not back from anywhere. You want to no. keep a continuous. You know, image. Yeah, but I mean, then you're gonna end up saying that over and over again. It just it sounds boring. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one is like you can't say shout out. It, really? Uh, that's that's good. I don't like. You can't out. say a track entitled all that and a whole lot more. Uh-huh. Also in that set, around the corner. See, also in that set. That's why is that bad? I don't yeah. understand. The it first three corny. I agree with are horrible. Why would you but, say also in that? But set? Yeah, back at you. Yeah, that's bad. Back in the day. That's bad. Before that. Oh, what's wrong with before that? Blast from the past. That's bad. Bringing it to you. I feel like cousin. Bruce, <laughs> I feel like cousin Brucey says blast from the past yeah. all the time. I have well, this well, exception that proves the rule. He he is a blast from the past. <laughs> Probably farts up that whole fucking. Here's one that I'm like really. Like, but right now, right now, you can't say that. What, what? Uh, can you say right now, but not but right now? Yeah, by request. <laughs> what, what? How else do you? I feel like when I read this though, I was I, I thought they were all sh- like they ridiculous. But now that you're reading them, I think a lot of these you shouldn't really say on the air. You just shouldn't coast say anything. To, coast to coast. I love coast that. to coast. Coast to coast. The one coming at you. <laughs> the last one is the one that Rob forgot to adhere to, and I think it's what really hurt you. It's the one that says you can't say, hi, I'm Robert Pazbani. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's where they got you. I love that one of them is forced delivery slash cliche DJ voice. <laughs> it's one of the, here's a little, here's one from home of. Hot off the request lines. Oh, God. Hump day. Oh, God, there was one that they specifically said that you shouldn't say anymore. Jose Megan <laughs> is a piece of shit. <laughs> In stores now, you can't say? Because there aren't stores anymore. Uh, also, <laughs> true. In a couple of shakes. Who said that? <laughs> Someone must have said it if they put it on there. Uh, In the mix. It just uh, makes me think of DJ Doug Pound. You should have. I wish keep they, it right here. Stop I wish they'd given you one last show, where I get it so you could have worked the entire <laughs> list. Just talk in only these only phrases. These that uh, so I love that in there too is one of them, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, here's an example." And some Zeppelin in there too. Yeah. <laughs> Who would say that? People Who will say that? Let's rock. Can't say. Let's pay some bills. Ah, oh, yeah, so that's basically bad. it's just hey, don't be a douchebag. Kicking off. Right. Keeping your company. Yeah. Next hour. Keeping your company is like the quiet storm. Right? The quiet non-stop storm. block. Why are you yelling? <laughs> this, is, this is Lila keeping your company on the over. Here's why. Then I'm like, wait, what? Of course. <laughs> you can't what? say of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> slow mo would be terrible. Oh, slow mo, you're fired. On the air. On the other side, on the way, on your radio, phone lines are open. Here's another one you can't say. I didn't get mouth herpes from the bong. (laughs) Or the microphone. Radio Land. Who would say Radio Land? People say it. Right here. Dirty dick. (laughs) Right here. Okay, this one I've never. Sitting in the air chair. What? what? Sit in the air chair? Yeah. Some music from. You can't say I that. I fuck kids. <laughs> what the you can't say that? that? Why would Stacks of wax. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more wax either. That's yeah. why. Stay tuned. 
Stick around. Stick around. I don't like. That's it for me. I don't I, like. I feel it, it's weird not to sign off. That was their latest single. What's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Fuck Thun- you, serious. Here's what Thunder Boomers. <laughs> what? what does that mean, Thunder Boomers? I don't know. Time for a little. Is that like a, a woman's like uh, thighs or fat yeah. woman's thighs or something? Tunage, twofer, triple play. <laughs> I can't believe you're reading all of it. <laughs> well, that about does it for this edition of Butter oh. in Your Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's basically it. Hey, baby, want a blowjob? You can't say that. <laughs> you that's can't say sure. that. What about keep it locked? Keep it locked. That's not on the cliche. That though. you can say on serious. Uh, I was listening to a local college radio station because it's the only thing in my, like, that... It's the only station around here that plays metal. I don't want to say which. So you don't want to say it's WSOU. Okay, go ahead. Why can't you say that? Is that on the list? I was listening to SOU, (laughs) and I wish that, like, you would send them this email of cliches because... Like all the kids that are on the air over there sound like they just woke up from a coma. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it's true. They used to. I feel like when we were like high school, college age, they were good. Their DJs were actually fairly good. Maybe they, just because we didn't have as much experience, so we couldn't. See no, I think news. they were better. I, I yeah. think also their promos are harmless. Like y'all are wearing the WS on you. Yeah, they got all of those things right. They got the effects right. I I was taking a few. Months ago, I guess, I was in a cab to the airport for something, mm-hmm. and um, I don't even remember what the hell this was for, but the cabbie had SOU on, and it was like uh, one of their college basketball games, uh-huh. and they don't have like, prof- I guess they don't have professional announcers calling the game. Well, it was two dude. students. Oh, yeah. so bad. It was uh, the so awkward, fun, painful, terrible... Like it, so much silence, so much like you can't even pronounce the names of the players aw. on your team. It was really, really bad. And they have bad. no enthusiasm no. at all, yeah, even yeah. the sportscasters. So there was this girl that was on over the weekend and she had a cold and she kept on like <laughs> like stammering over her mucus. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry if you can't understand me. I have a cold, but keep it locked. I have, <laughs> I have uh, Pennywise coming up for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, you still play the punk rock? Keep it yes. locked. This is... WSMU will be right back. Keep it locked. We got a back to back rock block. No, that's too much life in your voice. Coming at you in the next Let's, 10 minutes. Maybe you could uh, be a professor at SOU. Maybe. You're a radio professional. Yeah, you, should, you should really give them a class on how, School of Broadcasting, on, something like on how to not sound like you're a corpse on the air. I, I could start a class on how to get let go from Sirius XM after two years. Do everything right, kids. And your channel could get cut. You had a great run. Come on. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I am a little bitter, but I'm not like that bitter. Don't burn the bridges. You might need serious again. <laughs> yeah, don't burn the bridges after just reading their confidential <laughs> document of uh, cliches to avoid. I think when their stock price dips below three cents, they'll be coming back to you and begging you to be on the air. <laughs> but they won't have anything to pay them with. That's true. They'll give you all the three cent stocks you want. <laughs> Ooh, penny stocks. Yeah. I just watched Wolf of Wall Street. I hear those are really profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is selling serious stock. <laughs> Even he knows better. That's true. Sorry, Noah. I, uh... WSU. <laughs> we'll be right back. I, the funny thing is I really feel like they, uh, they use that very sound effect. They do. <laughs> the one that you just played. Like, I feel it's like... probably the only one that they have rights to. <laughs> it's, it's South Orange's number one radio station. <laughs> 
The most, the most explosive in metal. And I punk. mean, we should we should really make fun. I mean, it's not? a college radio station. So what? You know what? They, they need to learn the hard truth. They, yeah. they mean well. It's it's. Look, well, like eight I think people hear it anyway. We were in college radio once, and you know, we put a lot of effort into it, and. And you know we're what? great. Yeah, yeah, and we are great. Here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> look, should... look how far we've taken yeah. it. Well. Come on. It's true. <laughs> we have more listeners than WSOU has, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I so think it's like the biggest college radio station in the country. Yeah. yeah. What, really? Yeah. yeah. And they can't get it, though. Yeah, you can. I hardly get, get it. it. It bleeds in and out of a Spanish station. Well, to be fair, it's a Jersey station, yeah. and you're all the way in Brooklyn. I get other Jersey yeah. stations. Fine. No. It depends on the time of day, also. They're the number one station in the Absolutely. country. Absolutely. How yeah. come they what? can't get good DJs? Now? Wait, for they're college the radio. Oh, for college radio. Jeez. Well, I didn't know. Or at least they used to be. Yeah, I don't know I now. Paid attention to shit like I mean, their their facility is really legit. They have really? a whole building, uh, and it's I, I visited it. A few remember years when ago. At, at Brooklyn we College? Remember yeah. they 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 fixed everything up like just as we stopped doing our show. Yeah, it was and a I'm bummer. Gl- no, I'm glad we did because it just seemed too like straight laced. Yeah, we would have never been able to do the show that we did uh, yeah. before we, because they paid was, attention because there yeah. was no oversight. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. there was yeah. never like yeah. the professor that oversaw the station. Whatever. Go ahead. Was as much of a, a burnout, I feel, as no, the No, he was just hanging out with the graduate students. He didn't really care about the undergraduates. Okay, yeah, he so. was never, he was there maybe once a quarter. He was on the quarter. other side of the campus. Yeah. You know, it so, was funny, though, he had a weird thing, like he made you change your names. What was that about? Didn't no, he didn't have, no, that was just something Lonnie did. He would just oh, Lonnie, no, make yeah, up Lonnie names just for people. Lonnie just came up with nicknames for people just I for thought, No, you, you, someone definitely told me that that was, you had to go by those names. Uh, the, whoever did was fucking with you because okay. it was all Lonnie. It was Rob. Yeah, Lonnie would just sometimes no. give other people, like Rob was Larry. <laughs> Our friend Barry was Tommy. I know. I remember the I'm names. Trying to think of others. What was yours? Did you? Have uh, I knew Lonnie before the radio well, station. Well, friend Matt so was, was uh, lunchbox. Lunchbox. That was not. That was uh, Smitty. Greg, that. Okay. Greg was Doug. Well, I feel and like that. that I feel those, like Lonnie was gone by the time those people. Oh came. well, I feel like when they came, uh, uh, Lonnie was like, "All right, you be Matt and you be Greg." To that, to like, <laughs> and it didn't work. It did. It did. That was definitely you fucking with me because you gave me a whole spiel that the guy. I, I honestly he said, don't I, remember. He, he said he told me that uh, <laughs> the program director or whoever's in charge, or whatever. It, He's like just has a weird thing. He likes to call people different names. They have to go on the air with those names. <laughs> You're not supposed to use your real name. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. You got to call why Barry, you, Tommy. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> it's not nice. What else have you lied to Darren about that you don't remember? <laughs> Wait a minute. If I don't remember, yeah. yeah, I'm not offended. I just thought it was funny. Uh, all I remember, it was basically, the old station was basically two classrooms with the wall in the middle, uh, like, broken down to, to make the stations. But there was also this, like, abandoned auditorium. There was the a back. storm in the back where we used to smoke weed all the time. Yeah, and I just yeah, remember we just smoked weed this one time, and as we were walking out of that back, back room... Uh, security knocked on the very front door <laughs> and I was freaking out because yeah. Yeah. I was so stoned. Yeah. And they were like, hey, got enough for us? <laughs> uh, and he was just like, hey, just want to make sure everything was okay. And we were like, yeah, uh, everything's great. Uh, All right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> you remember when, uh, what was the scandal because that fucking Palestinian bitch uh, left her, her Yeah, well, and- that was the funny part <laughs> is we just 
kick this other girl out uh-huh. because she would bring her friends by. She who, brought her entourage. Who were not, who didn't even go to the school, and yeah. they left uh, Philly blunt guts <laughs> in the front desk. And like some some first year student found it one day. I see her on the train sometimes. She's looking really? good. She's right. like she was like Keeping a pal- tight. Palestinian hip hop broad. Like yeah, it, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. She's. I'm. I'm guessing she works for some kind of record label because she had that the tight pants whole thing. Like <laughs> she had that hip hop like groupy kind of look going on. <laughs> it, was, it was working. All right. Well, it's it's a uh, half past the hour, which is the moment we have scheduled with the great Scott Ian. So I'm going to call him up right now. <gasps> Hold on, I have to. What's find. his phone number, Rob? His phone number is 718-929-1357. I'm sorry. He's trying to give our number. On the show. This is even, we're going to lay you off. You keep fucking up. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't get paid. <laughs> Neither do we. Uh, 646-929-1357. You can call and ask Scott Ian a question. Or you can come up here like my brother is to ask him a question. Oh, uh, what's the address for oh, the Come up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Calling him right now. <laughs> Gotta eat that ring pop. So it's eating the ring pop. Only <laughs> oh, have so much patience. Hello, we are not available. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Why is Chuck Blandington answering Scotty and phone? What the fuck? What's going fuck? on? Hold on. I'll... I'll uh, Did you make sure to say that we're in Eastern time? And um, not in yeah, time? absolutely. I'm going to text his publicist. What's our phone number? <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. Well, any other, any other crazy station stories while, while I do that? Well, there was a time we recreated a whole, uh, a whole. We talked about something during a break, while we were high in the back room, and then we f- we were like, we should be doing this on the air, and then we recreated oh, the yeah. whole entire word story, word for word, word for word on the air while high. What were you gonna say, Sid? Was I gonna say something? Well, though you look like you had a story. You got a story, Sid? No, uh, Sid. <laughs> what about that time that like there was always the, those two callers that were oh, these Rocky weird... and Ricky? Yeah, and uh, you were like, "Oh, why don't you come up here and say it to our faces?" And they did. I feel like I've, I must have discussed this before, but yeah, there was um, there were these two weird callers like that would call in that had like public access shows on the same I remember channel that our you know late night radio shows would broadcast on so they'd call to like promote their shit and then just give us shit and stuff like that and it was weird and one time they were like yeah well we'll come over <laughs> and i was like sure whatever because i didn't know they knew the address or like how to find it or anything <laughs> it was like weird. fucking 11 o'clock on a sunday night and then like half an hour later knock knock on the door and it's this little weird emmanuel lewis looking dude who's like 40 and this older Tony Danza looking dude and some old lady with him and they had a giant sack of like Big Macs that they brought for us so they just showed up and we were terrified but we let them in I don't th- I don't think any of us ate the McDonald's that they brought because we were oh. afraid it was poisoned and we put I mean them it was produ- but not because we, they put yeah, it in there true we put them <laughs> in the production studio so they were like separated from us so if the shit hit the fan we were safe 
on our show, we used to like basically fuck with them. Like we would just argue with them. Oh yeah, that's yeah. But, but they, they would play it up. They were like in on it. Sometimes. They weren't in on ours. They no? were pissed off. But Ricky threatened to get us kicked off of the radio station. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Ricky was a little weird. Rocky, the old the, the the Guido guy was more in on the jokes. <laughs> I think that was Jason. What you just did? Oh, you remember right. him? Yeah. Uh, there's a, a mixtape. If you go back, look through our mixtapes. There's one where Darren compiled some more best bits from the college radio show. Let's uh, try to give Scott Ian one more ring. Okay. Let's see if this will work. What if he blew us off? Can you listen to the beginning of the show? Oh, this That's is my why brother. I don't answer the phone. So, yeah. That's Noah's brother, Tall, by the way. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so people hear this uh, voice coming out of nowhere. Who are you guys again? <laughs> <laughs> some people. Is it ringing? With lost profits. Yeah. There's some. Yeah, so what is the deal? He had a, a a kid, but recently, if I'm not mistaken. Well, like, we can find out. Year. So like I said, that's why I believe he won't pick up the phone. <laughs> well, if, uh, if it's the voicemail, I'm going to leave a message. <laughs> Just make sure the phone number doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty in. Please return our call. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name wow. and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hello, Scott. This is Rob from the Metal Injection Livecast. We have an interview scheduled. Please give us a call back. 646-929-1357. Thank you. <laughs> That was a really good voicemail right there. Thank you. Well, Tell, you did like his Bob Costas voicemail right I'm a, there. I'm a pro. <laughs> Broke it out. Tell, in case uh, we don't get Scott Ian on the line, what would you have asked him if we did get him on the line? I got an even better idea. Why don't you ask me, and then I'll answer as if I was Scott Ian. Oh, because you know, probably know more about Scott Ian than the rest of us. I know nothing of Scott Ian. I don't even know when he had his kid and when, well, if it's a well, boy or a girl. Well, that's a very specific detail. You knew he had a kid, and the rest yeah, of us didn't. didn't. He know doesn't know either. He's no, no, no when, when, when the talking tour that he was that he uh, is going on came out, you know, he was on top of some, you know, Yahoo, Google searches, whatever, and you, you click on him, you see his biography, and you see what's, what the deal is. Um, and like I said, if he's not picking up the phone, it's probably because he's changing diapers or getting peed on or something like that. All right, so then I, well, the getting peed on, that might be backstage also, that doesn't mm. necessarily... That's the fun stuff, that. yeah, that, that's that, that's like the good stuff about everything. That's when you tour through Japan, you get some of that stuff for free. Germany. True. I think Japan is probably, you know, Germany more is more reputable. of like other kinds of liquids. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, so let me ask what you a Scotty question. I'm going to ask you a Scotty okay, question. Me, sure. How was it being unmarried with children? <laughs> I, that was the best show of a generation. Um, it was great. Now, are you answering as Scott Ian or as Tal, assuming what Scott Ian would answer as? I want you to answer uh, as two. Scott Ian. Oh, as Scott Ian? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, that that was a great show. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to hear this. He's from Georgia. No, he's not. Yeah, he's from he's from Kew Gardens, Queens, or something like that. No, um, I mean, I would I would think that Scottian had the best time of his life on that show. Uh, Kelly was very good looking at the time, She's so I'm pretty prime. sure that Scott perhaps had some kind of liaison. Yeah, either her or uh, Katie oh, Seagal, on. either one. Katie Seagal was like 100 at that time. Oh. So um, now she's like 150 then. Maybe. Yeah. No, she moved time back with some of those plastic surgeries. Yes. So she's less than 100 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say Kelly, and he probably beat up Bud. I would hope. And uh, I think Joey Belladonna probably beat up Bud, because it looked like they didn't have anything going on like 
Like they don't have any, like a good rapport okay. going on. I saw him give him like a dirty like a dirty look. But I think Scott Ian had a really good time on that show. Okay, I think he nice. did. I think he enjoyed being on primetime uh, uh, Fox. And I think he had a really good time. It was a positive yeah. experience for him. I'm glad. And that was a really you know that was like a hit TV show that yeah. he was a part of. Yeah, it was right after The Simpsons too. Yeah, yeah. so there was a lot of viewership. Yeah. Rob, right, any Scott questions Ian. for uh, Scott Ian? Scott Ian, you were one of the people that created one of the most iconic wrestling themes of all time is the intro to Raw is War. What was that like? Scott Ian did what? He worked on a uh, WWE The Music album, came up with like two tracks. Really. One of them was the, the Raw theme. Darren, do you have that queued yes, up? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, let's Hold on, we'll hear, we'll hear a little bit. Because as Scott Ian, I'm not really sure what that was. <laughs> this is Scott Ian's riffage right here. Yeah, that does sound like Scott Ian's riffage right there. Was wow, wrestling is maybe cooler than I thought it well, was. Well, it's not anymore. Yeah, this, this was like during a one cool period. The only cool ago. period is when there was like NWO. And yeah, were, this like, was during that like period. Like a biker gang and beating people up. This was during that, but not in the same promotion. Oh, it, was, it was WWE, not WCW. Yeah. Yep. Oh, is he singing too? I don't think he's singing. No, I think that's Scott Ian right there. It sounds like him. If you if you listen to some of his singing, like some of the tracks of Anthrax where he sings, it sounds like him. I think this is actually Tugboat singing. Right? <laughs> Tugboat? <laughs> Dude, Tugboat was the was the man. He had that big strike. Yeah. Dude, an earthquake. No, no, no. There were the natural disasters. He changed his name to Typhoon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, no. Sorry. Jesus. Oh, my God. And here I was about to make fun of people who watch WWF <laughs> or WWE or WWE. So whatever you're just the fuck really it was. making fun of yourself, Scotty. And uh, when well, did I was you... 11 when I watched it, and I thought it was real. If you if you watch it above the age of 13, <laughs> if you've had your bar mitzvah and you think wrestling is real, you should really. Just... What if you never had your bar mitzvah? Then um, you could keep watching it until bar mitzvah day. Whenever yeah. what do Catholics do uh, at that time, like a communion or something? But what if you're Jewish and you never had your bar mitzvah? Then you all you're not Jewish. But then you're not Boom. Catholic either. So what's the cutoff for you for that kind of a person? You're probably a Muslim. <laughs> Scott Ian, uh, I wanted to know as the president of the Typhoon slash uh, Tugboat fan club, are you accepting new members? <laughs> uh, they'd have to be very rotund. <laughs> Just like Typhoon and Earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are we going to take a call now? We should. And I, was, I, was gonna, I was listening to a call. I was hoping it was Scott Ian to get me off the hook because yeah. these are really hard <laughs> existential <laughs> questions over it's, here. Um, it's Colin Uh-oh. calling in. Okay. That's not Scott Ian. Does he, does he want to talk to Ian us or Scott? Or Scott? <laughs> you want to talk to us? Yeah. Okay. Put him on. Well, I asked him if it was a, like I quickly asked him if he wanted to talk or he's just listening. He said, no, I want to talk. So I'm not, I'm not sure. So let's hear it. Maybe it's Typhoon. <laughs> Colin? Rob has to put him on the air. Wait, which Rob? one is he? Bueller. The one oh, that I says see. Colin. <laughs> Colin, you're on the air. Yep, I know that. Okay. Big shot. Okay. Jeez. Oh, my God, it's Confucius. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? Oh. Oh, shut up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. What is your problem with Sid, wow. Colin? I don't know if that was to me or to Tal. <laughs> Wait, your name is Sid? Oh. <laughs> is this a guy doing like a Colin soundboard and trying to freak us out? Shut your mouth, Darren. If I wanted to come back from here, I'd wipe it off your chin. What? Oh. Someone had too many uh, do you have like pops. Do you have like a, a text file open with like insults that you're directing our way? No. 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 He's like the teenager from The Simpsons that works in the uh, supermarket. Jackie, the joke man, Shartling. 
No. Lost reference there. No. No. Too, too old. It. I got it. Let's go back to you being Sid for a second. All right. That <laughs> well, you didn't recognize Sid? Who did you think that was? <laughs> uh, Scott Ian, what was it like to play the Great Yankee Stadium? <laughs> oh, I've been to that show. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you played. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course you were he, he ripped on the Mets for like like yeah. a good five minutes, which yes, I don't agree did. with. But, you know, I'm like, are you marketing here? Or no, there's what? no there's no but. Fuck him. Oh, that's <laughs> well, a now he's not calling in. Way to go. Way to go. Is Rob's cell phone you know. Let me, Let's so. all be very quiet so we can hear Rob's uh, conversation. Oh, no. Rob's on with his dealer right now. We haven't gotten a call yet. So what's up, Colin? What do you have to say? How's your dog walking oh, business? I, I heard you guys talking about gravity. Yes. You know the movie Gravity? Yes. Yeah, no, that we movie just, sucked. We were just talking about things falling down. That was what last week, two weeks ago. <laughs> when were we talking about Beavis? What didn't you like about it? How much it sucked. Hello. What didn't you like about the movie? I wasn't that jazzed about it either. It, Robin, I didn't, didn't like the story it. too much. What are we talking about? Gravity. Gravity. You know what? Oh. You know what? That movie was exactly like Deep Water. It just didn't make sense. It was just a bunch of people floating around fucking space. Yeah. I didn't see. Just like. So in Deep Water, people float around space? I think he meant if it was in water. Oh. I really liked it because uh, it you just, there drugs. was no, you're just, as the, the movie starts, you're in it. You're in the thick of like the I thought excitement. visually yeah, it was exciting, but yeah. I did not like the yeah. storyline. Yeah. No, there it wasn't was really much of a story, yeah. I feel it was all about the visual. All right, well, I'm, I would like a story along with the visual. Whoa. All right. Uh, yeah, but I feel like the story was the visual aspect. It was just getting... It doesn't matter what these people's pasts are. It's just this woman is an astronaut and she is lost in space. Like, she's right. disconnected from her ship or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she needs to get back to Earth. Was it Sandra Bullock that was... Yeah. yeah. And George Clooney. I was just bored by it. I didn't hate it. Really? Yeah. It was okay. To be fair, I was very stoked. I'd never <laughs> seen a 3D movie before, so... Oh, really? Captain America was awesome. In 3D, was that the 3D movie? Yeah, no, it was it, it was terrible. It was like shit flying at you in 3D. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, well, which well, actually like was great gimmicks. in Jackass 3D. If anybody saw that, that was a great movie in 3D, and there was shit flying at you in 3D. Literal shit. Literal. Yeah, yes. They put Steve-O in a um, in a in a porta potty <laughs> and launch him, and the camera's in there, and it films in HD, and the shit is just flying into uh-huh. into Good to know like, that out into the living room. It was fantastic. I loved it. I liked bad for, for all the uh, scat fans out there. It's mm. definitely a good one. Rob, Rob, <laughs> what? It's Darren, what? not Rob. What? <laughs> like a scope. From Darren to poop porn. Um, I didn't know no, that. No, I'm not. We have another call. Is it Scotty? <laughs> What's the status? Why don't we ask the next uh, caller as if he's Scotty? Yeah. The publicist called me Let's and said that they tried. Like, they tried to call Scotty and he wasn't picking up either. So. Breaking news: Scotty and dead. No, no, stop. Could it, it be? No. Nine five six. You heard it here first. He's listening. He ain't calling in. Are you on the live cast? Nine five six. Are you on the live cast? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Uh, who is this? What's your name? Where are you from? This Kenny. What's up, Kenny? What's up? Do you have Where a are you question? from, Kenny? Huh? Texas? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, where are you from? 
Oh, from Clark. I called him he's last one, Monday. He's the one that works in the chemical plant. Oh, oh, awesome. that's right. You must be getting an awesome high from that. Hello. Yes. What's What's new with you, oh, Kenny? Okay. Why are you calling? Uh, nothing. Actually, I was listening because I'm here at work right now. Oh, you're oh, just okay. listening at work. All right, we'll pretend. Uh, we'll let you keep listening. Yeah, good job listening to us while you're working with chemicals. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already done. We're just fucking here waiting, ready to fucking go home. Yeah, Noah, stop judging him. All right, sorry. Wait, I think we have a question for you, Scott. <laughs> Listen, uh, what is Scott Ian's favorite chemical? I don't know. Anthrax? Oh! Anthrax isn't a chemical. It's a bioagent. It's a disease. Wait, so... Hold on. So you, that was a trick you question? Not <laughs> Wait a minute. You cornered... <laughs> what a terrible host you are, Tal. Yeah, I feel it's You let him into a wrong answer. That's how we know it's not Scott Ian on the phone. <laughs> Scott Ian would know everything about anthrax. Oh. Well, Scott Ian yeah, would know it's a disease and not a chemical. Yeah. I would think his favorite chemical would be like formaldehyde or something like that because like you put that on and it's embalming fluid. You could put it on dead people to keep their nice skin and smoke it and get high. But why does he care about putting it on dead people? Because he was a zombie on The Walking Dead. Oh! Was he? I'm one of those like. If you short... don't know that, then he was wow. a zombie. Wow, Sid! He, you first of all, I thought but you liked Sid, The Walking right? Dead. Yeah, that's Sid. <laughs> no, I think The Walking Dead is terrible. He was a zombie it, on the on, on like the short series that they do online. Oh come on! Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, on the on the mini episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great, great addition to that show. Those mini webisodes are so good. They're so even the, better than the show. I wish well, they expanded. That's the low bar you just said. Dude, Walking Dead is the best show on television. Oh, no way. Sid's going to avenge no, that. No, 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 you, no. If no, you were no, not no. in the studio, you just missed Sid's head exploding. Oh. He's all red. I feel a little flushed. I, I think that was even. Sid. I can't even. <laughs> that <laughs> is Sid right there. <laughs> Sid, what's right. the best show on television? No, no, right wait, now? wait, wait. Before you even ask him that. Sid likes uh, Dance Moms. Mm. <laughs> I need to know... How you felt when that statement was just uh, unleashed upon it the hurt, podcast? It hurt a little bit. It hurt on the inside. <laughs> Your face, lie. oh, like got flushed. I've never yeah. seen so much emotion. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, I, I feel hot. I feel like that's <laughs> that. <laughs> At one end of the spectrum is your emotion when you found out you were cancer free, and the other end of the emotion was that. Yeah. Just now. I can, I, yeah. 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 That hurts. You that were hurts so angry. Good. I think. Can I just say, like, between on that spectrum, I feel like Walking Dead used to be one of the best shows on television. Now it's. it's I feel like Walking Dead had the potential to be yes, but it has never, for even one episode, fulfilled. I disagree with that. The first season was great. The first season was great. Sometimes Mm. it's like over. um, How do you uh, dramatized? Is that is that a word? Dramatized. I feel it's under dramatized. Nothing happens. They came yeah, back last week. Nothing happened. It, they gave the fucking son soliloquy. That kid can't act. Yeah, Why you're awful. gonna let him carry the episode? He can't fucking act. He's okay. Oh my god, his be, head is exploding. He gets so bad. Hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta retort to most of the people who say these kinds of things. I got a friend who who 
just makes the same points as it's you. A good man. But but the reality is that you have to develop characters because you got to make the show continue. Yeah. And so make more, when on, are they going to start developing and characters? And make more yeah. money. So what they're doing is they're giving these people some kind of an underlying story and emotions and all that bullshit, rather than just <laughs> having zombies eating people, which is what right. I want to see. Which is what, what we like. But it makes it so sweet when they finally do, when they finally get that bite into that pile of entrails. It just makes it so much better. That's Hold on. So basically you're saying the reason it's great is because there's just zombies eating people every well, it's week. Well, much like gravity. It's but the visual. It, but then it never happens is the whole it, point. It's, it's, you, know, you know how that zombie chases the kid down the street and chases and chases and chases and then finally eats the entrails? Right. That's kind of how I feel about seeing the zombies eating entrails. It's like I wait and I wait and I wait and then there's eating entrails. But that's fine, but it never fucking happens. Yeah, so why don't you just wait for the <laughs> supercut of the zombies? Yeah. They ate some entrails. There was some, you know, there was some stuff there. But you can't have a, every movie like that was great about zombies had some kind of like like Waiting something period. going on. Like Dawn of the Dead, the new version of it, I thought was very good. Had no, some story behind agreed, it. They were doing but stuff. The problem with uh, Walking Dead, I feel, and I think Sip would back me up here, is when they're not eating zombies, the stories no, zombies that they tell them. or the zombies. You know eat nothing them. of the Walking Dead. Sorry, with the zo- <laughs> I meant when the zombies eat That's them. next season. <laughs> The the stories that they do are so boring, boring. Yeah. and they're just not compelling characters. Yeah. I hate the leads. <laughs> yeah, Rick. Needs yeah, to I go mean, I, I I love the governor, and I really was hoping the governor would kill Rick when he was choking him out and like and able to like ward him off. And I was like, oh, thank God, Rick is almost dead. But uh, it didn't wind up happening because that lame ass Michonne killed him. But that's I don't, like, I don't, the bad guys can't win. It's a regular TV show. The bad guys can't win in it. You know, I didn't even it. like the governor after a certain point. I liked like, him oh. when they first introduced yeah. him, but they dragged out that story for a right. season yeah. and a half. Yeah, yeah. he should have died half a season before he did. Yeah. The thing about that show is, is, is such a moneymaker for AMC. Like, to There's no incentive to make it quality yeah they're they're like oh why do we even have to try people are going to watch it regardless i mean i think you guys may have it confused the uh the 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 ownership of that show i think is still with the with the uh, directors and everything and the writers and they're still you know it's their story and a lot of it you know from the comic book they change the writers every season anybody read the comic book at this table no i'm only up to uh the last compendium so so. you see you you started the comic after the show no 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 No? i read the comic before before the the show. show but they the ones that came out after the last compendium I didn't buy any of them because I'm waiting for the fair enough book. but supposedly it follows it in a way that's friendly to television and you know what at the end of the day uh, it's what it is I would rather this show go on for 10 years and keep me stringing along than end like uh, like uh, like Breaking Bad or Sopranos with a lackluster end of uh, last I season disagree. I disagree I didn't think Breaking Bad was lackluster at the, all the, the, the ending the, the half season that they gave us at the end I thought it was eh and uh, Sopranos, that Jeez. last season was terrible. Those, those are two th- shows you can equate the show to in terms of greatness. Like, no, no, no way. Come on, man. Well, Dukes of Hazard, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No. The right. Teen Wolf, the MTV remake of Teen Wolf, maybe. <laughs> All right, guy, maybe. guy who I the think's monsters. name is Sid. The um, Monsters. <laughs> that had better characters. The monsters. monsters. I think it's on the level of Entourage. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> yes, I can Walking see Walking Dead is definitely the best Entourage. Zombie Rob, Entourage. I've watched The Monsters. Monsters. Entourage is no monsters. <laughs> Episode title. Done. Done. <laughs> Nothing tops that. Entourage is no monsters. 
girls, I feel like. The Walking Dead is on the level with girls. I like girls. No, I like, I like girls. girls. But no, but the reason I, I say that is because I've never seen girls, and I just see pictures of them, and I want all of them to be eaten I by will zombies. Agree. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I will agree with both of those shows. They get way more coverage than either one deserves. Yes. I like girls, but I don't like it as much. It's not like this fucking huge cultural statement it's just another tv show and it's an yeah, well, entertaining one fine and the walking dead is whatever it's an hour of television every week it's not great it's just another tv show well here's, they both get way too much well, coverage I, I, I guess this 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 polarity of opinions here i think would uh would would kind of give true to the to, to the statement that there's nothing good on tv in general no there is because, uh, there like definitely what? is the americans do you watch that show? yeah well, i heard that was good great. i should check Fantastic. that out i heard that was good i should check that out i just um, it's hard to justified find on FX, I heard that was good too. Homeland, See? I heard that was good too. Yeah. Homeland was good. Homeland, I, I like the last uh, season. Well, I, I think, uh, I think yeah, Breaking, Breaking Bad and uh, The Walking Dead are the only serious shows that I watch, and the other stuff is, it has to be funny because I got BBC Sherlock. Yes, it's good. Is. There's I like funny. The following. Yeah, I heard that? that was good too. Yeah. Well, you told me that was good, so that's yes. where I heard it from. <laughs> I think it's more of like a like a show for girls though. Orphan Black, oh, BBC, BBC America, America awesome oh. show. Can we, get, can we get some callers to tell us what the best show on TV is? Yeah. I mean, why are we arguing this yeah. amongst ourselves? Let's, 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 have, the, let's ask, have the masses tell us. Ask the person, the, the first caller. Is it Scott Ian? Ask two, him which show Scott Ian thinks is the best on TV. 202, you're on the live cast. Hey, am I on? Yes. Hey, this is Yanev. I called in a few weeks ago and made you guys all argue about what was the best Karma album. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so what's wait, the best Scott TV is not show? on the line, I'm guessing. What? What? Is Scott is Scott on the phone with you guys now? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's right here. Right now. Hey, what's up? What? How's it going? Scott? Hey. This is Scott. Hey, uh, I just wanted to ask a question. Do you remember what your uh, first band you ever saw live was? Uh, I think it was Deep Purple. Really? Nice. What? Wait, what lineup was it? Uh, there was the blonde guy, the guy with the brown hair, and the dude with the sunglasses. Ah, and then that question is also like for the rest of the guys on the live cast. Uh, Deep Purple for me, also. <laughs> Which lineup? Yes. <laughs> the guy with the blonde hair, the ginger, and the one with the uh, large nostrils. <laughs> they were enlarged from doing all that blow. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I'm sorry. I'll go. For me, it was um, Space Trucking is a song about blow. <laughs> All their songs were about blow. I think for me also it was Deep Purple. It was when Norman Fell was in the band for that brief period. Who's that? Norman Fell from uh, Three's yeah, Company. Mr. Ro- Ro- Norman Mr. Fell. Ro- no, well, I could he's, be. He's been compared. I have my moments, yes. Noah, first Deep Purple show? Um, yeah, it was 1972. Nice. Which lineup was that? Um, the one with all the men. <laughs> I think they had like a snail in the band for what? a short period of time. My first show was the the one where Corn opened for Deep Purple. Oh, nice! Oh, that, was a, <laughs> that was a ninety-two-three Lodo show. Yeah, <laughs> and he brought a stained shirt. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, my first concert was Corn and Stained. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. I feel bad for you. Is this dude still on the phone? Thanks. It wasn't a corn, the band corn and stain. He just ate some corn while watching <laughs> TV with and a stain. No, he ate some corn and then made a stain, a shit stain. <laughs> it's true. All right, uh, Scott Ian is ready for us. What? I just got Get the, the word. Fuck out of here. Okay. By the way, caller, that wasn't really Scott Ian. I just yeah, you could. Wait, did you? Was it believable? <laughs> Hold on. I, 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 Holy on crap! That was my brother. All right. Brother. Scott, I just know so much about Scott Ian. We're actually calling Scott Ian right now. Quiet on the set. Quiet on the set. 
Hello? Hey, is this Scott Ian? Yeah, speaking. Okay, cool. Scott, thank you uh, so much for being on the air with us here on the Metal Injection Livecast. And, uh, right on, man. You're here with me. I'm Rob, as well as Darren. Hello there. Sid. Hey. Noah. Hello. And Tal. And uh, yeah, Tal doesn't say hello. many people would talk to me. Huh? Yeah, a lot, and, and <laughs> there might be house. some callers. If you want to call and ask Scotty in a question, 646-929-1357. That's the number. Scott, you're on the phone promoting your new uh, upcoming Speaking Words U.S. tour. It's a spoken word tour. I think that's a good marketing strategy to put that in the title of the tour. It keeps it easy for people to understand what's going on. Uh, what inspired wow. you to uh, uh, do a, a spoken word tour? Are you just what inspired o- me? Well, like, are you just over um, all the other members of the band? You're like, screw it. I'm just keeping the entire guarantee. No, I actually, it's something that just fell into my lap almost about two years ago when I got an offer to come over to London and do one of these shows as a one-off as part of this series that this promoter uh, did called Rockstar Say the Funniest Things. And they did one with Duff McKagan, one with me, and one with Chris Jericho. And uh, it just fell into my lap. They, I got the offer to do it, and I figured it, it just sounded like something cool and something that I was interested in at least trying. Because, you know, either I'd have fun doing it or I'd, I'd go down in flames. But at least I could say I tried it. And... Uh, I had so much fun at that one show, uh, like two hours and 40 minutes later after the show, uh, I said to my agent, how do I do more of this? And um, that basically has snowballed into, you know, everything since. Cool. And so, like, how long are you on stage for one of these, one of these dealies? Um, You know, it just depends. Uh, Over in the UK, I was averaging about two hours and 45. Um, I don't know that I can do it that long here because of venue restrictions and curfews and whatnot but um once you know if i'm having a good time it's kind of hard for me to shut up so and it also depends on how long the q a goes sometimes you know sometimes people have a lot to ask so if the q a goes long you know that just kind of adds to the whole thing right on right on scott's speaking word store kicks off february 20th in chicago goes to detroit pittsburgh cleveland oh toronto as well this is a north american speaking words tour and it all wraps up. Yes, Toronto, Kingston, Ottawa. Yeah, you you have the uh, the itinerary down by heart right here. <laughs> Scotty, it's it's all... only two weeks, so it it'll be a it's an easy run. Uh, if I can't remember two weeks of dates, I probably shouldn't be doing a talking show. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Uh, you also have a bunch of uh, comedy friends. Did you take any tips from like Brian Posehn or any of, the, of your other stand up friends on how to construct your act? Not, no, nothing. Um, Screw them. None of them have seen it. Uh, you know, they're aware of it and, and that I'm doing it, but uh, none of them have seen the DVD yet or uh, or anything. And plus, what I'm doing is completely different than what they do. You know, they write and tell jokes, and that's that's not what I'm doing. Um, hold on one second. This has a new battery in it. This has a new battery in case you want that. Um Sorry, my, I had to put a battery in my son's toy. Um, Told you. So, yeah, it, it, I'm not doing anything like what those guys are doing. So, right. I mean, yeah, it is standing on stage and talking, but, it, you know, it's just a completely different animal. <laughs> how, old, how old is your, your son? Like two and a half. He just woke up from his nap, so he's kind of crabby. 
<laughs> now, yeah, what's I'll, worse to, uh, to to another room? Hold on. What's worse to deal with a two and a half year old son or a front man in a metal band? Who who oh. who's crabby? What what you say? What's worse to deal with a, a two year old son or a or a front man who has the bigger ego? Who's crabbier? <laughs> well. You know, a, a two-and-a-half-year-old doesn't know any better. <laughs> good question. Good question. Uh, uh, we got answer. one. Uh, no, I have a good question that, now. That has, nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with the lead singer in my band. That's just lead singers in general. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's take some uh, fan calls. The number to dial 646-929-1357. You can ask Scott Ian a question. We have Dan. Uh, Dan, 413, you're on the air with Scott Ian. Hey, what's up, Scott Ian? How's it going? Uh, it's going great. It's going great. Uh, so lately, I don't know why, I've been on a kick. I can't stop listening to Persistence of Time. I, I love that album. I'll say it right now. Uh, but to me, I think that's really underrated, actually. I mean, people are going to jump to Among the Living. That's, um, that's a great album as well. But I think that's probably your guys' most underrated album. So my question for you is, what would you consider to be your most underrated studio album? Um... Underrated. Well, that would definitely be probably Stomp 442 or, or Volume 8. Yeah. Um, I, I would say those two because those completely got lost. Uh, they were basically thrown away by the labels. Um, Electra basically throwing Stomp in the garbage, and then uh, that label that we were on called Ignition, uh, which was part of like Tommy Boy Records at the time, uh, which went out of business uh, like two months after uh, Volume Eight came out, and that was it. It was just it just disappeared. You couldn't even buy it in the store. So um, I would say those two because those are the two that most people on this planet haven't heard. <laughs> um, Persistence of Time. I, I'm not sure how a, a record that's a, a platinum album is is kind of hard to call underrated. Um, but uh, but I know what you mean because. We, People looking back on our career now will generally point to Among the Living. But, um, yeah, I think Persistence is a great record as well. I, I think it's the record. I wish it's the record that we made after Among the Living because I feel like it's it's more in tune with that album, certainly, than State of Euphoria was. But um, I, I, it's hard for me to say it's underrated because it was a, a, like a really successful album for us. Now, Scott, you're you're quite the jammer. In addition to Anthrax, you've uh, collaborated a lot, and also you uh, you worked on WWE the music. And for a while, uh, some riffs that you wrote was the intro to Raw. I don't know if you're a, a wrestling fan, but how did that uh, come together? How did you get involved with that project? Uh, I didn't know anything. I wrote was the intro to Raw, and uh, oh, am <laughs> I wrong? Not, I was supposed to get paid for that. Um, that's <laughs> an interesting question. Nice. Um, I, I did something. I mean, a long time ago, uh, in the '90s, I got asked to produce some song. I I, I remember being at Electric Lady in New York, um, producing some song, and like the Undertaker was there, and. Uh, uh, that guy whose name was Diesel at the time and Shawn Michaels and uh, Razor Ramon and maybe one or two other guys came down to sing like, you know, gang backup vocals on the track. Yeah. But um, that's that was kind of like my experience with it um, was being in the studio and working with those guys. But then uh, anything that happened after that, I really don't have any idea. Oh, so you just showed so, up um, to do some riffs in a studio and that was it. 
Yeah, and help help them, rec- you know, record and, and produce it. And uh, I'm assuming probably whatever money I got at the time for it was probably a buyout for them to then be able to use whatever, you know, whatever I did. Um, either that or WWE owes me hundreds of thousands of dollars in licensing. But um, uh, it'll cost me too much to hire a lawyer to even find that out. <laughs> but they really played that up at the time. They were like, you know, featuring members of Anthrax, like every time they would mention the song, you know. Stuff like really? that. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't watching wrestling at all, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> cool. All right, let's take some more calls. We got another one from Brooklyn six four six. Lucas, you're on the air with Scott Ian. I think Brooklyn. Um, I, I'm so not from Brooklyn. I'm in Cleveland right now, Worcester, actually. <laughs> Why do you have a six four six? People have different area codes, right? Weird science. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't have I don't have a, a Brooklyn area code. I actually um, called this number has a six four six area code. Okay, go for it. What's your question? Right, wh- whatever. I'm just going to ask my question. Whatever. You know, this, this, is, totally not about this me. is an interesting yeah. conversation. This is just like my show. I get on stage and I, I talk about area codes. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 Scott, all I got to say is you killed in a run, 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 man. But um, um, of all the amazing you know, musicians that you've gotten to play with, who's, who's standing out here right now as far as who's, who's a really underrated you know, technical monster or whatever, or has great feel, whatever? That I personally worked with. You're saying uh, played with, even not even necessarily played with in a band, but uh, shows with, as in their band played with your band. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't off the top of my head. Um, uh, I, I I really don't know. Well, um, what's the guitar I, I'd have to say that like? Rob Caggiano. Uh, I think. Nobody really still, even with him now, been in Anthrax and is now in Volbeat. I, I feel like people still don't know what a great guitar player he is. Um, you know, I, I feel like he should be mentioned in the same breath as uh, shredders like Zach Wild and and or um, you know that that kind of ilk. I mean, Rob is just one of the sickest guitar players I've I've ever seen, and I feel like people just don't know that. Um, and then on a completely different level. Um, Malcolm Young from ACDC because, you know, he tends to get overlooked even, you know, 40-something years later as as a guitar player because, you know, obviously there's a re- you're in a band with your brother Angus and he kind of pulls focus a little bit because um, he's quite the guitar player himself. But um, Malcolm Young is the, you know, he's the driving force and the guy who, like, writes all the riffs in that band. And um, I think he tends to get overlooked in ACDC. And considering they're, like, the biggest rock band in the world, it's it's funny that, you know, the guy behind the whole thing really doesn't, you know, get too much, uh, doesn't uh, get the credit for it. Interesting. All right, let's go to Drew seven eight zero. Can we maybe get some callers that don't ask questions about something being underrated? Yeah, no more underrated. <laughs> yeah, no more underrated. <laughs> maybe, maybe see what's overrated. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole other side. Yeah, what's overrated? Seven eight zero. Drew, you're on the air with Scott Ian. Hey, Scott, how's it going, buddy? Hey, how are you? Oh, I can't complain. I have a serious question for you here. Um, I was just wondering who you think would win in a fight between Boba Fett and Django Fett. Hmm. Between Boba Fett and Django Fett. Um, Boba Fett is really overrated. <laughs> I guess I'll go Boba Fett. All right, there you have that, it. That's my answer. Take uh, like it or not, that's my answer. All right, Andrew here, eight oh four, has a very serious question. Andrew, go ahead. What is the meaning of life, man? 
<laughs> I, I can't hear you. What? He asked what the meaning of life was. Oh, that's a um, that's an easy one. Give me something hard. Is that the meaning of life to give you something hard? <laughs> no, that was my answer to a question I have no answer to. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, all right, let's take one more call. Two five two Landry. Landry, you still there? Or you just hang up. He was going to ask the same question. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I got a really good question for you. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm a guitarist, and um, you know, I've been playing for about three years now, and I mean, I really like your uh, guitar playing and everything, and your licks with Anthrax, and and you guys kind of inspired me in the face of metal. So I just wanted to know what um, what kind of techniques I can use to you know better myself in the guitar, the guitar world. Oh, you're definitely asking the wrong person. <laughs> um, I am a caveman. I, I do one thing, and I do that well. Um, and I do that one thing well because it's I just focus on being the best guitar player that I can be in the context of Anthrax. I, I'm not really trying to do anything else. Um, the guitar for me is strictly a tool to write songs on um, and, and to do what I do in Anthrax. And... To do that, I I practice. I I practice playing Anthrax songs. I practice this type of music. I sit sometimes even when I'm kind of out of shape, and I'll sit with a metronome and just build up my right hand speed. And um, but that's that's a very kind of singular focus. Uh, You know, I couldn't tell you how to do anything but what I do to to play how I play. To get better as a guitar player and broaden your world as a guitar player, I, I. I don't I don't have an answer to that question. Obviously, a lot of practicing, but how or what, I don't know. So, uh, Anthrax, now you're working on a new album. I know you're, you're... Are you guys still in the writing phase of that? Yes. So, uh, do you have... Yeah, a- we're, we're pretty, much in the, pretty much in the thick of it um, at this point. Um, we've got a lot of material written, and um, but with no really no schedule um we just don't really work with a deadline um uh, because we just it's when we're happy when we're when we think we're ready and and we're we're 100 percent happy and we know we've got the record that's when we'll go in and start recording it and i don't think we're that far off i mean i'd like to think we would start recording it in may um but um you know i can't i can't say for sure that that's going to happen how does that how does that work? Do you guys just get in a room and jam? Do you guys uh, write on your own and then bring ideas in? Both. Yeah, both um uh you know, we get together and everyone will have ideas, everyone comes in with ideas and then it's taking those ideas and basically working on them and jamming on them and uh you know, and arranging them until until it becomes a song, until the arrangement is super tight and uh and we're happy with it. Right, and uh, who is involved in the writing process? Is it you, Frankie, and Charlie? Or? Yeah, it's the three of us in, uh, in the room, basically arranging the music. That, that's how it works. Is John going to be writing any, any stuff for the new record, uh, your, the, your new guitar player? He'll be writing all his solos, yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. if he has riff ideas that he ever you know, decides to come in with and, um, uh, you know, and wants to, you know, uh, us to check it out, we would certainly be open to that as well. 
Uh, hey Scott, how you doing? My name is uh, Tal. I'm Noah's brother and a 23 year Anthrax fan. He's uh, like they, a super fan. They, they invited. I wouldn't say super fan, but they invited me here and then asked, <laughs> had all these callers ask questions and didn't let me get one in. So if you don't mind, <laughs> Tal, sure. Tal just had a baby, so he's like, you know, uh, taking he's time away from. No, no, no like <laughs> taking time away from his metal? time. No, his time is very limited. So he's been hanging out with us, just waiting for this moment. Yeah. So, so that was kind of one right. of my questions that I think a lot of fans out there, especially the older types like me, uh, like I don't know, I'm 35 or something. So you just had a son recently, I guess two and a half years ago, like you said. <clears throat> How do you stay like metal while having a kid? I think that's something that a lot of people would want you to expound on and kind of you specifically, yeah. and also like, especially <laughs> me, <laughs> and also being on the road and stuff. Oh, that too. Yeah. How do you stay metal? Yeah, how do you stay like awesome? How do you like, maintain your metalness? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. you can't go out with the well, boys and have beers every night anymore. So, like, what what do you do to like maintain that level of being rock star and being dad? Well, I I don't worry about staying metal. I am metal. <laughs> I, no, whatever metal is, just that's uh, who I am. So, whatever I'm doing is metal. When I'm when I'm changing my son's clothes that's i'm doing it in a metal way <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't even know what that means how do you stay metal I, um I, I really don't know um everything and i'm not i'm half kidding when i say you know everything i do because metal is such a big part of my life and has been since i've been about 10 years old so it's just a part of me so i don't ever think about how i stay metal i just am that no matter what so it doesn't matter if I have a son or what's changed in my life, that doesn't change who I am as a person. I think anyone who uh, you listen to metal and then starts having responsibility in their lives, whether it's a school or job or children, or and then stops listening to metal because for whatever reason, because I hear that crap all the time, like, oh, I used to listen to you guys, and now I, I have a job and I've got kids. And, and to me, that's, that's not staying metal. That's bullshit is what that is. And why all of a sudden, because you have responsibility and now you can't listen to music that you love, it makes no sense to me at all. So um, it's not even something I ever think about. I just live my life. That's what I do, and I just do what I do. I, I, don't, I don't think about it. That's an awesome answer. I think if you start thinking about it, then you're not being metal anymore. <laughs> Good point. I mean, I was listening to Pantera with my six-month-old the other day. I think it was just yesterday at the Trader Joe's parking lot. So, <laughs> I mean, so I, I, guess, I, I guess that's kind of okay, you know. Uh, Brian Posehn said in an interview recently that he was working on a uh, metal album and that you were helping him with it. Uh, did you guys have any progress on that? Any update on that? Yeah, we're... We're in the process of recording. We're kind of uh, just, you know, slowly but surely getting it done. Um, it's, uh, it's a work in progress. But, yeah, we've already started recording. Charlie Benanti's actually recorded a bunch of the drum tracks. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming along. Cool, cool. And uh, at the Metal Masters a few weeks ago, one of the highlights for me personally was uh, when you guys did the March of the SOD. I was wondering, is there any chance ever uh, of any sort of SOD reunion? Um, I don't know. <laughs> would, you be open to, <laughs> would you be open to doing SOD shows, you personally? I, I don't think someone could pay us enough money to make that happen. 
<laughs> I, th- I, I think of SOD um, as being much bigger than it probably actually is. So, um, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> to get me to do it, uh, um, someone would really, really have to want it to happen. You know, right. people talk about it, you know, and people look back on it, and I know a lot of people, of course, love that record and what we did, but I'll just say it again. When we did it, it's not like people came out gangbusters and, you know, <laughs> and went crazy for it. Some shows in Europe they did, and Japan, but we toured the States in 99 and 2000. We made two runs through, and uh, it's not like we were selling a lot of tickets. So people had their chance. Um, you know, that's, that, that, that kind of had a lot to do with the fact in my mind where I felt like we did too much. We came out, we, get a, we gave everybody a chance to see it, and people that came out to see it had a great time, but I didn't need to go do it again after that and turn SOD into just a regular band like a regular gig with baggage and i already i already have a regular gig you know i I don't need a second band sod for me was only supposed to be for fun and then it didn't be it wasn't fun anymore it became work and um i don't i already have enough work that makes total sense to me and i gotta say the fact that it was just for fun really comes through in the albums they definitely yeah it's not it wasn't supposed to be anything other than that so cool well, Scott, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang out and talk to us. Catch Scott on the Speaking Words North American Tour. Kicks off February 20th in Chicago. You can go to scott-ian.com for all the tour dates. Right so, on. All right, Scott, we're going to let you go and play a little bit of Anthrax. Have a good night. Thank you. Cool. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Did he just call us a bunch of Jews? That was she weird. said cheers. cheers. Jews, guys. That was like That's a Jew signal between Jews. <laughs> All right, let's play some classic anthrax right now.
Hey Scott Ian. Instead of playing in front of 40,000 people who were killing time waiting to see someone else, you could have been listening to archived episodes of the Metal Injection livecast at metalinjection.net. You schmuck.
This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Talk nasty, breathe fire. Smell rotten, you're a liar. Diseased health hazard. Scumbag, filthy bastard. But I'm not lying when I tell you that the music break is over. And it's time for more laughs and fun. On the Metal Injection live cast. Here we go. Chuck is so excited. You hear the laughs. Right away. And now, the fun. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Thank you to Scott Ian. That was a great interview. He was a, a great sport. It, I, my favorite part definitely is hearing his two-year-old son yeah, in the background. Yeah, asked for batteries for his toy. Yeah. My favorite part was when you asked him a question and then he answered it and then you replied, great question, great question. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. Oh, I missed Look, that. I was called Sid, screaming. you always get on my case about this, but I gotta tell you, I'm doing like like four things at once, which is sometimes I could slip up. Well, maybe you should yeah. focus more on the interview. You're right. Maybe what I should. I should. Things. We need well, interns. The here. switchboard, uh, uh, tweeting. Why are you? Pro- why do you have to be tweeting? Well, so we get callers. I wanted How people to tune Scott in for Scott Ian about it. Scott Ian was on the. Fo- He's not going to tweet about it. I've been. At, he barely at, even called us. Yeah, we barely got yeah. him on the phone. Like, this is why we need to do a live show remote one day and have fans come, because then we could sift through who's creepy to be around in person, <laughs> oh. find a normal one, and get them to do all this shit. But like a lot of them don't even live in Brooklyn, so they would have to like Shankletown. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't want him in. If we had Shankletown, could this be an IMDb credit for him? Because he'd probably <laughs> only do it if it was on his IMDb. Better than Silent Library. <laughs> well, then there you yeah. go. By the way, if you want to call and ask Scott Ian a question, it's too late. But you can still call us. Oh, we can get Tal back in here. <laughs> six four that six. Was, he did a very good impression. Man, that Kalma guy is just so gullible. He'll Kalma. just he'll fall for anything. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. That's our phone number. The music break was all Scott Ian. Um, uh, we kicked it off with time from the very underrated. Platinum album, Persistence How of Time. How many of the songs does he know that he played on, though? Of the songs <laughs> All of these. Oh, uh, March of the S.O.D. and then I was Sergeant just a studio musician, man. I don't know. Dude. Yeah, that was hilarious. He didn't know he was the... Uh, <laughs> he didn't know <laughs> his song was something. used. He didn't know... It, yeah, that was... We taught Scotty and something. By the way, Ian excited. Watkins Daycare says uh, <laughs> to tell him when and he'll book vacation to come be our intern. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, it's okay, Ian. Uh, you could stay yeah. where you are. That's, uh, well, it's just a joke name. Yeah, I don't that's think not the really real. Molests kids. It's not the real. <laughs> I'm the real. But also, like, we'd need this every week, not just like this guy takes a yeah. vacation. We can have them rotate, though. Well, who who would live with who? I no, mean, they'd stay here. Why here? Because it's the metal injection studio. I already have yeah. a pet. Mm-hmm. You could, they could sleep in the dog. Look, area. that's no way to talk about Jake. Okay, oh, and plus. No. <laughs> no, that's Bruno. I'm talking about. Oh. My furry son. You got all kinds of like, <laughs> animals walking around in here all the time. <laughs> what is that? Not just Bruno. Oh, and ah. Petunia sometimes. Yeah. And Stella. Well, Stella Stella's no gone. more. Yeah. Stella's on her Rest way to California. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> well, we don't know she didn't die. Yeah, it's possible. She no, might have she's died. She's still alive. She I fell out got of a picture of her this morning. This morning? You don't know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are terrible. What if she chased it. a car or something? Uh, no. You know, we she have a collar. What if she died from no? Being it's smelly? the same. It's we don't have a collar. That's the dude Scotty in the factory. She just wants to stop <laughs> talking about the passing of Stella. Yeah. Yes, stop it. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Be our caller, won't you? Yeah. 
Rest in peace. Though. I have a few drops here. Okay. If you want to hear those. Oh, I have a song. Oh, a weird a weird live cast. All right. So I'll get I, these out of the way. Yeah. And then you can... Someone created a parody? Oops. No, no, no. Right. Just like a YouTube video. Go ahead, Darren. Um, okay. Oops. Uh, El Duderino asks, is that true Monica left for California? Yes, El Duderino, that is true. Rest in peace. <laughs> I just want to see what it feels like. That's not oh. all. <laughs> uh, He's my lamb chop! <laughs> That's me, clearly. This is Sid. It's Everybody wants to live vicariously through Rob's butt. <laughs> <laughs> this one I sound so happy when I say that. This one's Rob now. Four a few people aroused right now. That makes me feel good. <laughs> and one more Rob. Oops, sorry. I like the natural odors. That's your favorite band. Here's some more. This is me as JR. Vampiro! That's the real JR. Yes! That's not the real real JR. The real. That's the fake JR. Wait, can we hear that one again, please? (laughs) Sure. Vampiro! Vampiro! (laughs) I'm so excited that we have that. I feel like it's very funny for us and anybody, the three other people that probably watched WCW in the late 90s. Otherwise, nobody gets that. But I think even if you were born in 1997, it's still funny to hear a guy going, Vampiro! 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 And here's JR again. Oh my God! This God is my witness. They've broken him in half. That's the, the, the guy making fun of him. That's Oklahoma again. Yes. So I think there's some more here that I didn't play, but you can do your thing, and then I'll. All right. Well, this is uh, some guy named Ice JJ Fish. Uh-huh. He's got a song called. Oh, before the- you do that, I have to say that that was uh, Josh, aka I believe Chocolate Croissant. Oh, thank <laughs> who you. Who sent me those? I think. If so, please acknowledge, and I'll give you the proper credit. Uh, go ahead, Rob. So this video has three, 5.3 million views. It's called On the Floor. Uh, what's this now? Just, just wait wait for the vocals. Into a headshot production. Cut your dick off song. It's something about the girl that just makes my head wanna twirl. Oh, you got me want to tell this is a Jodeci B-side. <laughs> Thrash it. This is all natural vocoder. <laughs> Why did 5 million people watch this? Listen to this. Is the vi- do, do, can we see the the singers in the video? It's just one guy, and then like a, a oh, and a, and a girl with attract- really yeah, just a girl with big boobs. Oh. Can't be an S. Is this the new cynic? Huh. Good one. I mean, yeah. is that real? Oh, there's or is what that fake. It's the real Ice JJ Fish. He also has covers. Here's him doing Beyonce. Shabai JJ Fish. The Beyonce remix to Drunken Love. Live in the action. It's about to happen. Sounds like so, Drake. Sit back and relax and enjoy everything. Me. His eyes are barely open. He's so stoned. 
Yeah. I've been dreaming. <laughs> My body getting close to you, girl. I bet they get. I bet they get. <laughs> All the things that I wanna do to you, I want you. Nah, nah. I don't know what the original sounds. Why like. do I it sounds basically exactly like this. You, girl. <laughs> I want you. Nah, nah. All right, that's enough. <laughs> No bangs. Vampiro! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we also got uh, this is from an old batch of that caller laughing that is so infectious. Uh Mm. (laughs) Mario. That's it. It's just a short clip. That's a good. <laughs> Fun and laughs. It just keeps yeah. making me we laugh. We should just like for one of the mixtapes, we'll do that and Rob's laughter for two oh, hours. No, oh, no. <laughs> 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 terrifying. Sure. Vampiro! Vampiro! Good stuff. <clears throat> what else is going on, Rob? Ooh, oh, I went to the world famous J Two Pizza. Oh, did you? Because right. uh, I went to go see my accountant to do my taxes. Did you Drew ask my taxes? Did you ask for a pepperoni slice? <laughs> did you do your due gil- diligence? I, your due diligence. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> there was like half a second where I sincerely mm. thought about that, just because I enjoy a pepperoni. Of course, yeah. who doesn't? I had one today. <laughs> but, no, I didn't. The one thing that was. Half shocking, half why am I shocked was there was nobody Jewish in the... Kitchen? In the entire establishment. Everyone was Mexican. <laughs> really? Even everyone like eating there? Oh, eating? No, no, no. Eating, obviously. But the, everyone... The there was not one person of the chosen faith right. behind the not counter. Even, not even like at the register? No! Wow. No. But they but they make them wear yarmulkes, which is funny. Oh, the I didn't see. They all had hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They all definitely had hats. Funny, they so. have a bunch of Mexicans walking around with yarmulkes. They really? Yes. Oh, but oh, I do want to mention I I shot a video of it, mm-hmm. so there will be a behind the scenes oh. clip this week of my review of J Two Pizza. How'd you like it? You're like, gonna have to wait till the oh. video. No, no. <laughs> I thought the video was just of the, what it looked like in there. Uh, no, it was it was better than I thought it would be. I will say. They're a little, little uh, skimpy on the tomato sauce. Could be a little. I like it that way, but then maybe that's why I like yeah. it so much. Did you do any interviews while you? No were interviews, <laughs> but I, I did a full coverage of the experience of J two. It's like a Yelp review. See if you get the number for J one. No, then then they would know he was the one. Um, <laughs> one. <laughs> so what did you order? I ordered a regular slice and a grandma slice. They have those there. Yes. Wow. I think. Are we talking about the other? You went to Avenue to Coney Island Avenue one, or no, the one on Avenue M. Really? I don't remember them having a grandma slice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just like it's not like a traditional square. It's like a flat square. It's the babushka slice. Never seen mm-hmm. that there. <laughs> to check that out. It's on matzah. Would you? I a mean, Jew came and I felt like he. Ob- he got a slice and a falafel, but the way he said falafel was falafel. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. in a, a way that I've, way I've never heard before. <laughs> also, uh, they were out of cherry coke, which was very disheartening because that's what I paid for. <laughs> so, what did but you get? 
regular Coke. Did Can you tell you? And it was the flattest was fountain. Yeah, flattest Ugh. fountain soda I've ever got. You got to pay for the combination. You know, it's expensive. <laughs> Fifty cents extra. Yeah. Those little jets that shoot the bubbles—it's cost a fortune. So two slices and a small, perhaps twelve-ounce soda. Seven dollars. Yeah, it's bad. Kind of yeah. ridiculous. It's worth it. That's how much pizza costs now. We have a caller, perhaps a fucking pro- Obama. Seven four zero. You're on the mental injection live cast. Seven four zero. Uh, hey, this is Niazi. Hey, hey Niazi. What's up? What's up? How's how's life in the two weeks that we haven't heard from you? One week. Cold last week. Uh, it's cold. Cold. More snow. Yeah. Yeah, more snow, but it's getting uh, warmer now. I'm happy. Um, Great. If you ever come, um, Niasi, if you ever come to Brooklyn, would you go to Jerusalem too? Hell no. Just to scare them? But first, I want to go to Jerusalem one. Oh. That's right. You got to get oh! to Jerusalem first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to want uh. you. Would you ask for a beheaded Jew on your slice? Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. That's some real rabbinical supervision when the rabbi's head is on the slice supervising <laughs> you eating he it. He sees everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can't alter it after he's gone. That's right. <laughs> so how's your dating life? Oh, jeez. Uh, what, what is important? I don't know. <laughs> what did he say? I don't have time for dating. Yeah. No. Blame it you, on that. Did you no. use any of the tips that we gave you? <laughs> we gave him tips? I don't know. Oh, oh so, yeah. advice uh, tips. Yeah. Right. yeah. I was I was drowning in like books and papers. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you were drowning in something else, hey. but oh. he, he dreamt about that. Oh. Like he was back home and they were waterboarding him. <laughs> oh oh no. he was home and they were waterboarding him? <laughs> yeah, troops do that over there. Oh. In Saudi Arabia? Yeah, uh, I don't what, know. Where's he from again? He's what, what, oh, okay. <laughs> There's Iraqis on it. Huh? Uh, what's waterboarding? What's waterboarding? What's like a game that yeah. they do? How do you not they... know what that is? Come on. You I really don't know. He blocked it out. Don't Google it. Don't. You might get put on a list. Don't Google it. <laughs> you might you see do. your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then explain it. It's not like surfing. It's like they put you underwater, your head underwater in a bag or whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, I remember. Oh, of course. And then he says, like, the Saudi translation. <laughs> no, now he, he remembers put, it happening to him. you somebody's head, then, then you're, like, put yeah. water. You call it Marco Polo. Yeah, how do you say that in, a, how do you say that in your language? Marco Polo. Uh, we didn't have a word for it. It's just torture. Oh, okay. How do you say torture in your language? There's so many words for that. Stop it. Stop it. That was Sid, by the way. Not me. Please. Anyone with access to C4, I did not That say is that. like... <laughs> I'm so ashamed That is you. the low... That is the, like, shittiest joke I feel. Like, because it's so... Yeah, low, cracking low. It's so, is that why you made it on the Arab song, then? Yes! <laughs> I, can't, I can only get, like, one or two DDs out, and then I lose it. I can't. It's too much. Every time. It's never less fun. I understand why they do it there. It feels so good. Yeah. Nyatsi, oh. does it bother you when people go, lee, 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 lee? Does that, like, offend you? No. No? Like, uh, like, in my country, just... Uh, uh, women do it in weddings. Oh, okay. So it's, oh, so it's like a, 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 a Twin Towers fault. 
It's not like a. It's so it's like a, It's yeah. It's like a chant. It's not like a terror war cry or no, anything. Just any good no, thing that happens. It's like a Bedouin thing. Yeah, Bedouin. <laughs> Bedouin are the people who live in the desert. We know that. Come on, dirty, dirty people, right? Oh, what? No, they are good. <laughs> they people. live in the desert. Well, they could. Yeah, they're sandy people. Yeah. They're not necessarily. <laughs> doesn't even need. They don't take showers. Well, well where's there a shower in the desert? Some people living in the desert, so they, they don't want to move to the city. So they have like a Jack Lane there we or something have, you can um, walk into. We have, <laughs> we have Bedouins in Israel too. Yeah. yeah. They, you left yeah, them I there. hate them. So. Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> why do you hate them, Nazi? Because they're racist. The they Bedouins? Are? The Bedouins are? Or is oh, so, so it's okay to say that then. Fuck, fuck that them. race. They're racist. That's interesting. <laughs> That's basically what he just said. Yeah. Well, they're racist against me because I'm white. So You're white? Yeah. You mean light-skinned, me, me, not Caucasian? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so why? Why do? what do Bedouins do to oppress your people? Uh, not much. Just uh, maybe they give uh, like better jobs for their uh, cousins and stuff like that. <laughs> but why do you want a job in the middle of the desert anyway? Yeah. They go by his no, window. No, they, they, they have position of other position of power. So they go by his window when he's trying to study, <laughs> and they go. If I was your dorm like that. mate, I would totally do that just to fuck with you. Or, you or like, they call you like a, uh, a pilgrim. What they call it? Uh, leftover. A pilgrim? Yeah, a leftover? A pilgrim. A leftover? Yeah, they usually call non Arab or non people or not originally Arab pilgrim leftover. Because Muslims go to Mecca to do pilgrims. So are you, I, I forget. Are you Muslim? Come on. Yeah. Well, he he lived in Saudi Arabia. You can't be anything else. Yeah. They behead you. Yeah, you can't be a Bedouin. Get the Saudi nationality until you're Muslim. So. Yeah. There's no no uh, Jewish community in Saudi Arabia. Oh, interesting. No, nothing. You, well, I mean, I'm sure people are. Saddam, just puts, they uh, used to be, but they moved out to room. Yemen. What'd you say? That <laughs> they said you'd be great there, Rob. Because I'm no, no, in Saudi Arabia, they used to be Jews, but they moved to Yemen. Oh well, if let's say we took the the live cast to Saudi Arabia, no, let's we, not say that. Do we do a live show? We're sitting just one, do they have Sinan outlets in the desert? There's like a but Saudi Arabian foreign, prince now, like <laughs> monitoring this podcast. <laughs> do you think like Sid could just have two hours of him doing that? <laughs> it would be 45 seconds of me doing that, and then the rest of the time is me laughing. I couldn't get through two hours. Well, 45 seconds is bad. <laughs> but what if like you aim to do that? Like I'm going to say this. <laughs> There's some wow. insurgents listening to this now saying well, the, the, the Jews are coming. I They're coming like, with like their show. Like a Kickstarter, people could sponsor me for every every 15 minute block of me doing every that. Every li Yeah, we do it for well, charity. Look, if we can bring laughter to Saudi Arabia, uh-huh. I mean, wouldn't that break so many barriers? Yes. And we can have Niazi as our shepherd. I believe that would end the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Yes, if come we did on. Our show yeah, no. There's hope. It would crumble the Wailing Wall. Oh wait, the Wailing Wall is a good thing, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if that's not the wall that separates the Arabs from the Jews. No, no, right? no, no, no. Okay. That's a different okay, wall. Okay, good. Just checking. I'm not what's, what's the name of that wall? That's the, that's the killing wall. 
Killing Wall? I don't know. No, no, is it the Wailing Wall? That's the Wall of Palestinian Death and and Despair. John Wall? (laughs) Rob doesn't get that. Pink Floyd, the Wall. Yeah. Wall Street. Well, you can do a uh, in Dubai. In Dubai, it's okay. Dubai, what? We can do our show. Yeah. Isn't that where Michael Jackson uh, molested kids? He took them to Dubai and. Oh, in Dubai. I think right. They probably have good Wi-Fi in Dubai. (laughs) That's seven hours, so very near from Saudi Arabia. Niazi, if we do a live uh, show here in New York, will you come to the live taping? A live show? Yeah. Every show we do is live. It's Where called a fucking like, live cast. Are you, you in know. Ohio? Are you in Ohio? Except the... the yeah, I'm in Ohio. Okay, so it's like an eight-hour drive. spring break, or... <laughs> will you be shirtless the whole time? Do you have any plans for spring break? Are you going to go crazy? Woo! Well, I'm going very crazy, to, Rob, by the way. Like, please, Oh, that's, that's fucking crazy. Whoa! Go hang out with Mushroom Head. No, spring <laughs> in Cleveland. Um... <clears throat> Go see a Cavs game. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Is there some sort of study group there that you're going to hang out with? On spring well, break. Some, some uh, like my friend going to Cleveland. I'm going with him. What goes on in Cleveland? Break. That's so exciting. Mad pussy in Cleveland. <laughs> Are you going to try to try to score at spring break when you have a little time off? You don't have to worry about your studies. Maybe. Maybe. Got any prospects? Yeah. Ladies in Cleveland. Watch Hit up Niazi. Make sure you wear a burka. <laughs> he doesn't like exposed skin. He loves exposed skin. He That's always... why he moved to America. Yeah, he's got his bare midriff out every class. <laughs> Tie on, put him in the back. <laughs> Tie on that niqab. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I wow. want to see more ankle, more ankle. <laughs> Niazi, do you have any questions for Scott Ian? <laughs> Scott Ian. Uh, um, Niazi, corn or flour tortilla now that you've been in America? Flour. Nice. He's a good man. <laughs> Super Nita- Nintendo Chalmers like says. That much. It's okay so- for me. Oh, jeez. But right. I don't crave it. He just said if someone says one in the Middle East, they go, Dubai! <laughs> Dubai! <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I call because I want to ask what's the worst, like, concert experience that you have. I know Darren's, but I don't... What the worst concert experience? Oh, yeah, I almost died at a concert. Yeah, you went to... You said you went to Woodstock and their people, like, in shit and mud. In shit and mud. People were camping in shit and mud. And then I was watching Nine Inch Nails, and there was a tidal wave... Of people, it was like so many people that were like crowd serving and stuff that it was higher than my head. The whole That's mass of people, and I was just backing, backpedaling away in mud and shit. And if oh. my foot just slipped, I would have fallen and been crushed. And I found out later that people oh. were crushed, and seriously injured, and died. Um, I think one of my least favorite concert experiences was when we went to Hellfest, and um. Were we watching Bad Luck 13? Yes, Bad Luck 13, oh, right? Oh, Extravaganza. Oh, my God. People were throwing, like, the... Um, light bulb, no, Fluorescent light bulbs. Like, oh, yeah. What do you call those? Chairs. Gym, gym the seats? rafters. 
rafters? Bleachers? The bleachers. bleachers. Yeah, bleachers. not the rafters. People were, were throwing bleachers and they were taking yeah. the trash cans. But they like encourage it, though. Throwing. Right? Well, I didn't realize that would happen. And I just. The riot extravaganza part didn't tip you off. <laughs> yeah, it's in the. Oh, yeah, that's the, right. <laughs> it was, that was definitely the scariest thing. And I, yeah. I recently thought about it because that happened 10 years ago. No, did you oh, know that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the craziest thing is, is like, I remember it. <laughs> All and, so vividly, and I was, and to the point where I started not believing myself. I'm like, am I just making this up? Am I, <laughs> am I glorifying what I saw? And I found video footage of it, and you no, it, it it was crazy. They the was they crazy. took fluorescent light bulbs and they smashed it over just regular people's heads, <laughs> like people in yeah. the crowd who were not asking for. It. Well, That's they were right. asking for it by being there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember, like at one point, the vocalist. Yeah, pointed to the bleachers and was like, get the bleachers! Yeah, and, then, and we like, were on the bleachers. No, 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 it was the opposite side first. Oh. And the cockro- like cockroaches, they spread, and then we were like laughing about it, and then he went, now the other side! And we were like, <laughs> we're like oh wait, grand. that's us! <laughs> um, another bad experience was, I can't remember the band, but maybe you'll remember because you were there. No, it was a long, long, long time ago, probably even before Periphery existed. We were at what? CBGB's. And um, remember when there was like an era of like these like gangster guys that would come to shows and just like throw shit at random people and just like beat people up? I think we were watching the Red Cord. I want to say that we were at CB's for the Red Cord Mm -hmm. and some guy like picked up a garbage can and just out of nowhere just turned around and just threw it at people in the crowd. And then like they started beating each other up and I didn't like that at all. I don't know. I don't. Do I mean, that? I remember shows like that. Yeah, definitely. You sure, you weren't at an ECW show. Yeah, <laughs> felt like it, and I just, I just didn't appreciate that at all. At Lemoore's, there were always shows like that too. Like, the worst. The I never wor- really saw a bad show like that. What about Lemoore? Sid? What about me? Um, I think for me, it's nothing like that. That kind of stuff, I'm always good at keeping my distance and just observing and enjoying other people's misfortune. <laughs> for me, it's any show now because of people with their fucking camera phones out the whole time. Oh, God. That just annoys me more than anything, and I go to less and less shows and because now they it's ha- everywhere. Now they use iPads. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I more can't annoying. Bl- I cannot believe yeah. that they drag their fucking iPad yeah. out. People are assholes. The worst experience I've had actually was Ministry's farewell tour. They were playing these small clubs. They played Irving Plaza. They brought a lighting rig for like Terminal Five or like this way a way bigger uh, yeah, venue. Yeah, a little bit more descriptive for the non. Yeah. Okay. Scene. So this venue that they played was like a 1,000 person venue. They brought a lighting rig for a giant club that holds like 8,000 people. <laughs> like a, a place eight t- times as big yeah. as the one they played. And it was, the strobe was so bright, I felt a seizure coming. <laughs> I couldn't say more than half a song. Who was this? Ministry? Oh, yeah. Uh, they Meshuggah opened for them, that's why I oh, went. Okay. I like uh, Ministry. Did you even pay for the tickets? I don't remember. <laughs> Probably, probably not, not yeah. but still, I couldn't stay. I wanted to stay for ministry, but the lighting was just Couldn't terrible. You have just stayed, but turned your back. That would be weird, though. Or just look down. Yeah. Or no. is it because it's everywhere? Mashiga says, says, "Do not look down," and you did it. Very good, Noah. <laughs> All right, Niazzi. Well, thank you for uh, putting up with us and letting us butcher your name. And I your, always do. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and your um, culture. Good luck on your spring break and getting laid. We hope we get a good status update from you. Are you really making an effort, though? Are you really going to make an effort, or are you just saying that? 
Hopefully, no, like... No, I'm not making an effort at all, like... No, you, no guys yeah, are not supposed I'm, to make an effort. I'm That's like, the trick. I'm concentrating on my studying. But he's not going to get... No, no, how, how, like, if... If he were to try to pick you up, what what would be the way to your heart? Or not make an em- effort. Embrace Judaism. <laughs> no. no. What would be the way to your pussy? Clean off all that sand. <laughs> I'll dip my hand in acid. No. Oh, well. What? Well, what she likes the rough hands. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, that's pretty thoughtful. <laughs> she already likes you. See, you're on the way. What's your major? You're a big cock tease. <laughs> Computer engineering. Okay. Oh, that's a good career. So just find some girl, hack her computer, find out what she's into, and there you go. There you go. You could even like maybe oh, get yeah. nudes off of her hard drive and then skip to the end without even having to deal with her. <laughs> it's an ideal circumstance. <laughs> okay. I All don't right. like that Jew. Ah! <laughs> All right. Thanks, Niazi. Dubai! Dubai! Yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to bring up before we go off the air is earlier this week, Danzig revealed he completed a one-hour TV special. What? Like a variety show based, like heavily influenced by the Elvis 1968 TV special or something. There's these screenshots. Okay, so he's recorded this. Is there actually a channel that's willing to air this? That's the thing. Like when I was- Metal uh, injection. I was researching this and I'm like- (laughs) There's nothing attached, like there's no network attached. Yeah. He just did it himself. Yeah. He's just calling it a TV special. It's probably going to be just like a DVD or something. Or on his website. Yeah. This is what's going to air instead of you on Liquid Metal now. Oh, oh that's that's audio only. Come on. I bet he's way more expensive than Rob. I'll put it out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just give him a lifetime supply of cat litter. I wonder if, if Danzig goes up and, and like Sunny and Cher or like has a little banter, like some on, on stage though? jokes. It's a back to back Danzig blog. <laughs> just him and Doyle. Oh, that's and right. Doyle does. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, Danzig would make a good Casey Kasem? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long distance dedication. <laughs> Can't say that. Why not? It's oh, it's on the email. list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back. It's it's. Can, can Danzig say rock block? Can he? Rock can he? Block. <laughs> yeah. For him, it's a rock brick. <laughs> Anything you want, we're gonna play it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Danzig's hosting the request line. Uh, Sounds good. A Friday night dance party. Friday night dancing party. There you go. Oh, we have some callers. What? Oh, we have a, not, let's see, 908. You're not a professional role <laughs> like me. 908, you're on with Danzig. Hey, uh, I got a question for Scott Ian. Okay. Oh, I'm super stoked, man. I love Scott Ian. Oh, hey. I just love the metal aspect of everything. All right, I'm man. glad What's you guys up? had fun. What was it like working with uh, Chuck D and Flavor Flav and all of them? Oh, it was great, man. Public yeah. They're awesome. They're great. Yeah? We love them. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. What time, what time was it on Flavor Flav's clock? Uh, it was uh, about uh, a quarter to one. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Oh, the phone lines are anymore. off. We're done. We're oh, out of here. One. We're out of here. No, oh, it was what? Ah! <laughs> what? I didn't say one. 
Oh, that was the last one. Said it again, but I won't. Come on, baby. Come on, man. You know, there was one time where you could just... What? Say <laughs> so what were you saying, Noah? Uh, there was a time. No, no. I just want to say one. <laughs> Rob has a hair bone. Right now, I, I just noticed, noticed that, too. Ah! <laughs> you you take a photo it's of like my alfalfa. hair bone. Wait, I'll do it from my perspective. Okay. <laughs> okay, I did it. Look, I like free things as much as the next guy, but I don't need another to Are you drunk? <laughs> Sounds like Probably. I was drunk. Uh, I don't need another dildo. <laughs> it's a clear Got any drop weed? <laughs> I already have a penis. <laughs> Nothing comes on my head. <laughs> I am going to tweet Rob's hair boner at MI Livecast on Twitter. Which okay. everyone should follow that account, even though we don't really use it that often. But it might encourage us. Right? Yeah, Rob just tweets from the Metal Injection Proper account. And from Chuck Blandington. Yeah. Also, there's the Metal Injection Livecast Facebook, where uh, that photo could also be posted. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that on my phone. And on the blog post for this episode on metal injection. What's There's the, what's so the so Earl for that? Metalinjection.net slash livecast. And this you're going to post a video too, right? Yeah, of my, uh, my J2 pizza experience on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash metalinjectionlivecast. And when is server maintenance? <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably happening at some point. N- nothing on the schedule at this time. Oh, that you right. know. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> no major breakdowns are happening. No, we're, doing, we're, happen. we're doing pretty good. Uh, we, jinx did, it. we did some upgrades. Server can handle a, a nice wide load. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sean loves slow loads. <laughs> I love slow loads. <laughs> I like that it just... Bl- blood into him oh. almost saying balls ball. deep in my snaps <laughs> <laughs> it's plugs what plugs do we have Scotty in oh don't we have a live read to do yes I was getting to that oh yeah we'll do that live read what about plugs I'm gonna plug uh, our guest oh Scotty in his uh, talking words tour kicks off in Chicago Go to com for more info. Is it talking words or speaking words? Speaking words. What did I say? You said talking words. Scott Ian, speaking words. His new stand-up speaking tour. All right. We get it. I'm, I'm killing it. <laughs> it is being killed. It's mm-hmm. dead. All righty then. All right. And this week's podcast is brought to you by the Die Without Hope U.S. tour between Carnifex and... I declare war. Here comes the Kraken and Assassins. Kicking off February 21st and running for five weeks throughout the U.S. Check Facebook.com slash Carnifex Metal for the dates and get their new album, Die Without Hope, out on March 4th from Nuclear Blast Records. That was the live read. Okay. Is that their first album with Nuclear Blast? Did they just sign on to Nuclear? It's true. Noah, you follow the Carnifex. (laughs) Story arc. I just I just follow the news, <laughs> which I read on metalinjection.net. 
Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and that I report on liquid metal. Oh, <laughs> wow. Serious XM. Wow. Jeez, oh. and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, don't worry. I have... Um, you know, access to the security list. You're always welcome to come. Oh, oh what a fun. Oh, I could be a guest. No tamales for you, though. <laughs> That's only for employees. You know what they say. Here today, gone tamale. <laughs> <laughs> like your job. Yeah. Oh. All right. Another fantastic episode of the live cast. We'll be back next week. Thank I just you. want to say, Rob, there will never be another DJ as great as you. On liquid metal. Do you that's, mean in size? <laughs> in height? <laughs> in I think greatness. that's sort of what the serious management is hoping. <laughs> All right, we'll see everybody next week. <laughs> <laughs>